Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. We have been talking about the work and the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And we are seeing how essential it is that we receive this anointing in order for us to be Christians. To be a Christian is to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and on the work that he accomplished on the cross, to ask him to forgive us of our sins, to receive his salvation, but it is also to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This is the power dynamic that God intends for us to receive to enable us to be the people he wants us to be. You cannot act like a Christian. I mean, it's just impossible because it starts from the inside. Jesus talked about a group of people who who were trying to keep the law. And he said, you've heard it said that you shouldn't murder. But Jesus said, but you are guilty of murder if you hate your brother. And he said, you've heard that you shouldn't commit adultery. But I say to you, if you lust after a woman in your heart, you've already committed adultery. You see, Jesus was saying, this is not just outward acts that you do or don't do. It's just not trying to conform to a certain lifestyle, but it's being transformed. And the transformation happens as we receive the Holy Spirit into our lives. He changes us. He transforms us. He makes us a new creature. I keep emphasizing this over and over again because it is so necessary to be emphasized. We need the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Every place you read in the scripture of people coming to salvation, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, how were they filled? We saw yesterday and the day before that the primary way that people received this infilling of the Holy Spirit was through the laying on of hands. The church leaders came, laid hands on them, and prayed that they would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And through the laying on of hands, they received it. Now, we've already said it's not within the power of the church leaders to do this. It's nothing special about them. It's just positioning ourselves and exercising our faith in that moment for the Holy Spirit to be outpoured. The laying on of hands. There needs to be a time where you focus your faith and church leaders pray for you to receive this. Now, there's a verse in Romans 1 and verse 11, and this is Paul writing a church at Rome, and he writes this, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. Now, Paul's saying, I want to come to you. I want to visit you there in Rome. And when I come, I want to impart some spiritual gift. Now, how would that spiritual gift be imparted? Now, the scripture doesn't tell us here. But if we look at how Paul imparted spiritual gifts other places, we find it was through the laying on of hands. 
Now, I'm sure when Paul came to Rome, he probably would have gathered the church, he would have spoke to them, he would have taught them, he would have answered their questions, and some Christians believe, well, that's how he imparted a spiritual gift. Well, the thing is, as you read the Bible, it just doesn't line up that way. Because in the scripture we find that Paul imparted spiritual gifts by the laying on of hands. We find in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6, he writes a young disciple of his and he says this, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Apparently as Paul was ministering to this young man and teaching him, there was a time of prayer when he laid hands on him that he would receive a spiritual gift. And we also find in another place he writes Timothy and he says, Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. There must have been a time when Paul with other leaders prayed for Timothy and through that laying on of hands, there may have been a prophetic word spoken to Timothy, but in that time of prayer, a spiritual reality was imparted to Timothy, and he received it. And so I don't doubt that Paul, when he went to Rome and he taught them, there would have been a time of prayer when he prayed for individuals to receive a spiritual gift. And so that's why he writes them. He says, I, I long to come to you. I want to come so I can impart a spiritual gift to you. Now, we see this in many aspects of the Bible. In Acts chapter 6, in the early church, there were certain men chosen to be deacons. And it says in verse 6, And they chose Stephen, Philip, Procurus, Nican, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. You see, as they appointed these men to an office of being a deacon to serve in the church, they didn't intend for these men just to serve in their own strength and their own ability and their own talents. No, they realized these men need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. These men need spiritual gifts to help them to accomplish the work that they're being called to. And so they laid hands on them, and I believe to impart a strength and a life so that they could fulfill the ministry that they were being given. We also find in Acts chapter 13, in verse 2, it says there were certain prophets and teachers in this church at Antioch. And if we read here in verse 2, it says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed, listen, they laid hands on them, and they sent them away. This was Paul's anointing and commission to go out and be an apostle, to travel out from that local church and to establish other churches. How did they send them out? With prayer and the laying on of hands. Why are they laying hands on them? To impart a spiritual power and ability to enable them to be successful in the mission that they were called to. Now, if all these people in the early church needed this, why do we think that we can be Christians? We can fulfill our ministry without this endowment of power. We need the Holy Spirit as well. 
to anoint us and empower us. And again, how was it given? We find here in the example of the early church that it was through the laying on of hands. Now, I don't want to make too much of this in the sense that you just feel, oh, if I don't have the laying on of hands, I I won't have any anointing. No, I'm not saying that. God just sovereignly anoints and he works with people. And it's not like if you don't receive the laying on of hands, you're not going to have any power. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that we have to be intentional to be sure that we are trusting God and believing for an empowering of his Holy Spirit. And the way that the church showed this and imparted this power was through the laying on of hands. And so we need to avail ourselves of this. You need to be part of a church that practices prayer and the laying on of hands and believes that the Holy Spirit will empower you to be all that you're called to be. This is the work and ministry of the Holy Spirit. If we don't receive this, then we have a form of godliness, but we don't have the power to carry it out. We become people who have good intentions and want to follow the Lord and want to do His will, but constantly struggle because we don't have the power to do it. We're weak. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. Over and over again, we see in the early church that after a time of persecution, after a time of suffering, or just a time of working, that they needed to come together again through a time of prayer and laying on of hands, the scripture says that they were filled again with the Holy Spirit. There was a fresh anointing. There was a fresh movement of the Holy Spirit into their lives. Now, another aspect of this we see is in praying for the sick. In Mark 16 and verse 8, it says of Christians that they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And then James 5 and verse 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now, in this portion of Scripture, it adds the dimension of oil with the laying on of hands. It says, if you're sick, let them come to the elders of the church. They will pray with them. They will anoint them with oil. They'll put oil on their hand and then apply that through the laying on of hands to the individual. What is this signifying? It's signifying that the power and life of God needs to flow into this individual for them to be healed. You see, we can heal people, but the power of God can. How do we initiate that? How do we believe for that? Well, here in the early church, we see They laid hands on people, and they did it for commissioning to ministry, for strengthening, for encouraging, and in this case we see as people are sick and they need the power of God to heal them, they laid hands on them that they would be healed. And then it closes with this powerful statement, the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Have you received that kind of prayer? I thank the Lord I have. 
There have been times when I have received the laying on of hands and I have felt the presence of the Lord. And when I say felt, I don't necessarily mean physically, but felt a spiritual sensation, felt an inward power, an anointing that was evidenced after the prayer through having new power, new strength to do things. I tell you, we need this. You need to be around people that have the power of God in their lives, who have faith that as they lay hands on you, you can receive this power. God intends every Christian to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. Well, again, we share this truth, and I pray that your heart will receive it and that you will find a place where you can receive this anointing. That's our time for today. We will continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.